Happy Thursday. It is January 4th, 2024, and we have an update in the Savannah Soto Matthew Guerra case out of Texas. If you haven't been keeping up with this case, don't worry, your girl has got you covered. 18-year-old Savannah Soto, who was nine months pregnant, and her 22-year-old boyfriend, Matthew Guerra, out of Leon Valley, Texas, were reported missing December 23, 2023, after Savannah failed to show up for her appointment to be induced. Savannah was obviously reported missing, and it was immediately considered a missing persons case. Now, you would think I wouldn't have to say that shit, but the truth of the matter is, A lot of the time when people go to report adults missing, it's not taken serious because adults have the right to go missing. And so sometimes, you know, you're really trying to ring the alarm and you're just not being taken seriously because it's an adult that's missing. But with this case, it was immediately taken seriously due to her advanced stage of pregnancy, as well as the fact that her younger teenage brother had been killed. And due to the nature of that case, it was just an additional cause for concern. But anyway, Savannah and Matthew lived together in an apartment and neither were responding to calls or text messages and no one could locate either one of them, obviously. Fast forward a few days to December 26th, 2023, so their family spent Christmas looking for them. A resident of the apartment complex that Savannah and Matthew lived at contacted Savannah's family to tell them that they believed that Savannah and Matthew's car was seen in a parking lot, which led to the family calling the police and police going out to investigate. Officers arrived at the scene and they discovered pregnant Savannah deceased in the front of the car with what appeared to be head trauma later determined to be a gunshot wound. Matthew was found deceased of an apparent gunshot wound to the head as well in the back of the car and evidence suggested that Matthew did not die in the car but rather had been dragged into the vehicle afterwards. Both appeared to have been killed days prior to their discovery, and where they were found was believed to have been a secondary location, a.k.a. they weren't killed where they were discovered. And there were no weapons found in or around the car. Okay, so for those of y'all who haven't heard of this case or haven't been keeping up with this case, now I've got you all caught up and we're all on the same page. So here's the latest Last night, January 3rd, 2024, eight days after the bodies of Savannah and Matthew were discovered, an arrest was made in this case. Video footage has also since been released of what appears to be one of the suspects driving the victim's car with presumably their bodies inside of the car, meeting up with a truck driven by the second suspect, which happens to be the first suspect's father, And the suspect's father gets out of the truck and approaches the car, and you can see the two briefly discussing something, and then you see the two cars drive off. Yep, that's right. You heard me correctly. I did, in fact, say that the suspects are a father and son duo. Now I'm going to be reading to you all from the arrest warrant so that we have all the facts and details and none of the fuckery. A victim in this case has been identified as Savannah Nicole Soto, date of birth August 22, 2005, here and after referred to as victim one. A victim in this case has been identified as Matthew Gabriel Guerra, date of birth October 26, 2001, here and after referred to as victim two. An actor has been identified as Christopher Ray Preciado. 
And real quick, I cannot roll my tongue on demand. That's the best I got. So, no, I cannot pronounce these names perfectly. I'm doing my fucking best. Date of birth, September 7th, 2004, here and after referred to as the defendant. Said defendant is further identified in SAPD computer files under SID number 1191061. It is the belief of your affidavit that the offense of PC 19.03 capital murder multiple persons was committed on or about the 21st day of December 2023 in Bexar County, Texas. Sorry, my voice is still a little wonky. Your affidavit has probable cause for said belief by reason of the following facts. On December 23rd, 2023, Leon Valley Police received a call for a missing person report 2023-LVPD-004618. Family of the missing person stated she was supposed to be induced for her pregnancy and did not show up for appointment. The family advised they had not been able to get a hold of the female and stated she was not answering her phone. A check of the hospitals was conducted by the family and it was found that the female was not at any of the hospitals. It was found that the female lived with her boyfriend. However, the family of the boyfriend advised they were not able to get in touch with him as well. The female was entered as a missing person by Leon Valley. Further investigation found that the female and her boyfriend were not responding to any phone calls and their whereabouts were unknown. Media broadcast on the news the story of the missing female and her boyfriend. In the media, the boyfriend's car description was broadcast in the media and was said to be a 2013 gray Kia Optima. On December 26, 2023, a resident of Redacted messaged the family of the female and advised them that they believed the vehicle was parked at 5903 Danny K Drive. The family contacted Leon Valley and drove to the location. Upon Leon Valley Police arrival to the location, Leon Valley Police observed the vehicle. Inside of the vehicle was a deceased pregnant female in the front seat and a deceased male in the back seat of the vehicle. San Antonio Police were contacted and your affiant made the location. Upon arrival to the location, your affiant, and affiant is just the person that swore to the affidavit, observed the vehicle. The vehicle was a 2013 Kia Optima with a Texas license plate of TRC-9447. Your affiant checked the VIN number, and the VIN number was the same VIN number that was broadcasted on the news for the missing couple. A check of the information through NCIC showed the vehicle belonged to the boyfriend of the missing female. Your affiant observed the front right passenger side of the vehicle. Your affiant observed a deceased pregnant female inside of the front right passenger seat. Due to your affiant knowledge of the female on a previous murder case from 2022, your affiant recognized the female to be that of the missing female. The female appeared to have trauma to her head. A search warrant was requested so entry into the vehicle could be conducted. While waiting for the search warrant, your affiant spoke to the families of the female and the male. It was found that the boyfriend to the female sold narcotics and would use his phone through cellular communications as well as social media to sell narcotics. It was also advised that the boyfriend would post money and narcotics on Instagram. It was stated that people wanted to rob the boyfriend and it was stated that the boyfriend had been shot at before. 
The family provided your affiant with the phone number of the female. The family of the male provided your affiant with his phone numbers as well as his Instagram. When the search warrant arrived at the location, a search of the vehicle was conducted. The search found spent shell casings in the vehicle. However, there was no weapon recovered in the vehicle. There was an apparent blood transfer on the outside of the vehicle that was not consistent with the boyfriend causing harm to the female. Both the female and the male had gunshot wounds to the head, and the male also had apparent drag marks on his back. It was believed that the female and the male were killed at a different location, and the vehicle was driven to the recovered location. During further investigation, your affiant found video surveillance video at 5903 Danny K. The video surveillance found that on December 21st, 2023, around 2359 hours, a Chevrolet Silverado gray driving with its lights off from the vehicle recovered location. The Silverado pulled in the middle of the back parking lot and parked the vehicle. The victim's vehicle could be seen approaching the Chevrolet Silverado. The victim's vehicle parked next to the Silverado. A heavyset male exited the Silverado and the driver's side door of the victim's vehicle opened. The heavyset male approached the driver of the victim's vehicle and appeared to speak to the driver. The heavyset male then got a towel from his vehicle and appeared to wipe down the outside of the victim's vehicle door where he had touched the vehicle. The driver of the victim's vehicle exited the vehicle for a brief moment and sat back in the driver's seat. The driver did not match the description of the female victim or the male victim. The Hispanic male got back into his vehicle. The victim's vehicle drove behind the building where the vehicle was found on December 26, 2023. The Silverado followed the victim's vehicle. Approximately three minutes later, the Silverado was observed leaving from behind the building where the victim's vehicle was found. The victim's vehicle did not leave the location. It was believed that the victims were already deceased in the vehicle at the time of the video observed. It is believed the unknown driver and heavyset male observed parked the victim's vehicle at the location in an effort to hide the vehicle. On January 2, 2024, Eurofiant provided one of the victim's cell phones to Detective Knox at the Technical Investigations Unit. On January 3, 2024, Eurofiant received the phone download from Detective Knox. Eurofiant found that the victim had recently searched the street of Charlie Chan Drive. Due to Eurofiant's knowledge of the crime scene area, Eurofiant was aware that Charlie Chan Drive was a couple blocks away from the victim vehicle recovery location. Eurofiant was able to discover that the victim's vehicle pinged near Charlie Chan Drive and Cary Grant Drive around 2350 hours on the night they went missing. The vehicle did not start moving again until around 2354 hours. The vehicle then traveled to 5903 Danny K Drive where the victims and their vehicle were discovered on December 26, 2023. Eurofiant conducted computer research and was able to locate a vehicle that looked identical to the suspect's vehicle seen on camera with the victim's vehicle. Eurofiant did research on the owner of the vehicle and found the owner of the vehicle matched the description of the male that exited the vehicle on camera. Homicide detectives went to vehicle location listed above and found the listed vehicle at the location. 
While at the residence on Charlie Chan, a person identified as Ramon Prasado reported knowing why... God. Knowing why SAPD was at his house. Tell me you want to look guilty without telling me you want to look guilty. Jesus bless. You know what? I'm just going to call them Ramon and Christopher from here on out so I can quit fucking up their name. Ramon informed SAPD detectives to speak with his son identified as Christopher. Ramon and Christopher were transported to SAPD homicide to speak with your affiant while additional SAPD detectives searched the residence on Charlie Chan Drive under the authority of a search warrant. Your affiant spoke with Ramon after Ramon was read the Miranda warnings. Ramon admitted to driving his Chevrolet Silverado to 5903 Danny K Drive, where he met Christopher. Mm. Ramon identified himself on surveillance video from 5903 Danny K Drive as the person observed exiting the Chevrolet Silverado. Ramon reported meeting Christopher at the apartment complex, who was driving another vehicle. This vehicle is the vehicle in which Matthew Guerra and Savannah Soto were found deceased. Ramon admitted to assisting Christopher at 5903 Danny K Drive. Ramon knowingly treated the human corpse of Matthew Guerra and Savannah Soto and the unborn child of Savannah Soto named Fabian in an offensive manner by leaving them in the abandoned vehicle. Your affiant then spoke with Christopher after Christopher was read the Miranda warnings. Christopher reported Matthew Guerra and Savannah Soto drove to his residence on Charlie Chan Drive to sell Christopher marijuana. Christopher went on to provide a version of events that were inconsistent with evidence collected at the scene and from the victim's recovered vehicle. Christopher claimed the male victim pointed a weapon at him, and Christopher was able to manipulate the weapon, resulting in the female being shot. Christopher then stated that had the weapon pointed at him again, and he manipulated the weapon again, resulting in the male victim being shot. Christopher's statement is inconsistent with the gunshot wounds suffered by Matthew and Savannah, and the evidence located at the crime scene. Christopher intentionally discharged a firearm at Savannah and Matthew with the intention of causing the death. The actions of Christopher resulted in the death of Matthew Guerra and Savannah Soto and Savannah Soto's unborn child named Fabian. Your affiant has reason to believe and does believe that said defendant Christopher Ray Preciado on or about the 21st day of December 2023 in Bexar County, Texas, intentionally caused the death of multiple persons in violation of section number 19.03 of the Penal Code of the state of Texas. And that concludes the arrest warrant, but they have had their charges amended since I started recording this podcast episode, so let's address that. Ramon has the charges, as of right now, abuse of corpse, Alter, destroy, conceal human corpse, unauthorized use of a vehicle, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, criminal mischief, and evading arrest. So that's the dad. And Christopher's charges as of right now consist of capital murder, multiple persons, alter, destruction, conceal human corpse, and abuse of a corpse. So the son actually has less charges than his father does as it stands today. As of right this fucking second, but you know, things are always changing. But as of right now, this very moment I'm recording this podcast, 
Christopher's bond is set for $1 million, and his father Ramon's bond is set at $100,000. All right, so that's it for today. I wanted to get you guys all caught up on the Soto case because I know that a lot of y'all have been keeping up with this case. A lot of y'all asked me to cover this case for Missing Monday, but the day that y'all asked me to cover this case was the day that she was found, and so I've been keeping an eye on it. I know that a lot of y'all have been keeping an eye on it, and if you weren't, well, now you know. I will continue to keep eyes on this case and report back with any important details that I think you all need to know. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of the Situation Podcast, the sister station to the Sojo Files podcast. I will see you guys either later on social media. If you're interested in following on social media or joining in for social media lives, make sure to follow me on TikTok, The Sojo Files, and YouTube, The Sojo Files. And if I don't see you there, I will see you on the next episode.